Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Have you ever dealt with an uncomfortable or difficult situation? They can be hard to deal with, but this week I'll give you seven tools to improve the moment and cope with hard times. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Monica Johnson. Every week on this show, I'll help you face life's challenges with evidence-based approaches, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Have you ever been in a situation that you truly disliked? And I mean truly. Your displeasure can range from mild discomfort to pure agony. Do you hate going to the dentist? Do you have a tight deadline at work? Have you recently experienced a loss? Today we will discuss how to improve the moment. When we improve the moment, we replace immediate negative events with more positive ones. And this allows the moment to feel easier to tolerate. This skill is particularly helpful when we are feeling overwhelmed in a stressful situation that is likely to last for a little while. To help us remember the steps, we'll use the acronym IMPROVE. I is for imagery. Do you have a pretty good imagination? You can put it to work by using imagery to create a situation different from reality. With imagery, you can create a safe or relaxing space for yourself when you're in a difficult moment. For instance, I have a friend who hates getting shots and has even passed out at the doctor. They use imagery to imagine themselves on a warm beach whenever the doctor pulls out the needle. They find it helpful for getting through the experience. The trick with imagery is that you should practice it outside of the event so you have greater access to the imaginal experience and get to that safe place more easily. Imagery can also be used to cope more effectively with crisis events. You can imagine a future event that will likely be highly stressful for you, such as a death in the family or meltdown at work. While imagining the event, you can rehearse how you can respond in ways that are helpful to you and won't make the situation generate more suffering. For example, I have my patients imagine future conversations that they are worried about. I will have them imagine what the person is likely to say and how they could respond to different scenarios. This helps them feel more confident in the actual moment. It might feel silly to pretend as an adult, but never underestimate how much rehearsal can help you in the long run. M is for meaning. Finding or creating meaning helps many people survive tragic and horrific situations. Viktor Frankl wrote Man's Search for Meaning, an important book about surviving the Nazi concentration camps. It is based on the premise that people need to find or create meaning in their lives to overcome tremendous suffering. 
This is very similar to making lemonade out of lemons. When we can find meaning in our pain, we can bear it and walk through it more easily. Now, when I say more easily, that doesn't mean easy. It means that it could be harder if we took a different path with our pain. One quote that has helped give me meaning through difficult moments is from Leonard Cohen. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. It reminds me that I don't have to be a superhero and that I can discover goodness and strength in my pain. Other ways to find meaning in your pain is to use that experience to have more empathy for others and to have gratitude for the things that are solid for you in life. P is for prayer. If you're religious, faithful, or spiritual, prayer can be a powerful tool when you're going through overwhelming times in your life. It can be a way to open oneself up to the present moment and look for guidance on how to cope with things that feel unbearable. It's important in this skill that we aren't doing the why me sort of prayers or ones that involve us pleading with our God or higher power to take everything away as this can sometimes have the opposite effect of increasing our suffering. To improve the moment, look for prayer that allows you to work on accepting the current circumstances and seeking realistic ways to get through the moment without making it worse. The serenity prayer is a classic example of this. R is for relaxing actions. With relaxing actions, we look to explore a wide variety of relaxing things to do. The key here is to select activities that ordinarily have the effect of calming you down. When you are relaxed, it is easier to resist the urge to engage in problematic behaviors. Being relaxed also gives you time to explore the pros and cons of different options for getting through the moment. Engaging in relaxing actions can also help reduce the likelihood of getting overwhelmed. When I'm going through a stressful time, I will identify what I call my danger zone. The danger zone is an area in which you are starting to lose access to your normal level of functioning. You can use a 10-point scale for yourself to make it easy. For instance, I might say my danger zone is an 8 or above. So I will check in with myself, and when the number is getting too high, like a seven, I will stop and do a relaxing action to bring my number back down. O is for one thing in the moment is an aspect of mindfulness. This is where you let go of multitasking and throw yourself totally into one thing at a time. Although it can be very difficult to do, Focusing on one thing in the moment can be very helpful in the middle of a crisis as it can provide time to calm down. The secret sauce of the skill is to remember that the only pain one has to survive is just this one moment. Have you ever spent several hours or even days ruminating about future pain you might have to endure? Or spent several weeks or years of your life dwelling on past pain and suffering in the present because of it. 
Practicing living in the moment can reduce this type of suffering. I remember when I was learning about this aspect of mindfulness, and my teacher told me the story about a monk who lived in a rural area without easy access to medical and dental care. She said that the monk had a tooth that needed to be pulled and knew they would need to go to the workshed to get pliers and perform this extraction themselves. The workshed was along this lovely path. As the monk was walking down this path, they took in the earth under their feet, the sky, the smell in the air, and then, ouch, they pulled their tooth. And on the way back, they took in all the same stimuli while rubbing their jaw. Now, I want to be clear. It would be difficult for me to have that level of mindful focus if I had to pull out my own tooth. But I've definitely used this skill, and so have my patients, and it's made a huge difference. V is for vacation. Have you ever wanted to take a time out from adulthood? Take one. Everyone needs a vacation from adulthood once in a while. Taking a vacation from adulthood is about allowing yourself to be taken care of in the moment. What's essential here is doing it in a way that doesn't harm you and making sure the vacation is brief, from a few moments to a few days. If you had a deadline in two days, though, you wouldn't want to disappear for three days. So I want to stress doing this in a way that doesn't harm you. I was impacted by the flooding that happened in New York City the beginning of September, which made me behind schedule on several different deadlines. It led to me working through the weekends, and as it would with anyone, that started to deplete my resources. I had a couple instances where others supported me and allowed me to delegate, and I put my pride to the side and said yes. One Saturday, I looked around and noticed that I could get away with not doing anything, and I jumped on the opportunity. It was fantastic to be in cozy clothes and not do anything. I strongly encourage it when you get the chance. And this is an example of an appropriate use of vacation. E is for encouragement. Encouragement is being a cheerleader for yourself and reframing situations. The idea is to talk to yourself in the same way that you talk to someone you care about. Or in other words, to talk to yourself the way you'd like someone else to talk to you when you are in a crisis. I'm sure many of you have black belts in putting yourself down. This is about lifting yourself up. The same way that negative self-talk can push you into a hole, with practice, positive self-talk can help you get through a hard time. The idea here is to reframe situations when you start telling yourself that things are hopeless, that the pain won't ever end, or that you don't have it in you to do what is needed. A classic encouragement is the affirmation this too shall pass. I try to remind myself often that I am a badass. Just like when I do intense weightlifting or push myself to run a little further or faster and my body feels broken for a few days, 
I know that it will grow back stronger if I take care of myself. And the same is true for my spirit. A cheerleader cheers the loudest when the team is losing. Being strong isn't about being invincible. It's about showing up for yourself. How are you going to start showing up for yourself? Let me know in the comments on Instagram at KindMindPsych via my email at psychologist at quickanddirtytips.com or leave a voicemail at 929-256-2191. The Savvy Psychologist is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Savvy Psychologist on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for this episode of Savvy Psychologist. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.